many aspire to reach the upper echelon of the healthcare industry, but few are able to successfully navigate the corporate ladder. In this fortnightly series, C-Suite Partners sits down with international healthcare executives, asking the tough questions and unpacking the personalities of the top industry leaders. Welcome to the boardroom. Ian, thank you for joining C-Suite Partners in the boardroom. You're welcome, Mike. What do you see healthcare in the next 10 years? I think we're about to enter a season of uh, incredible excitement in, uh, in healthcare worldwide. Mm. Um, we're, we're on the cusp of uh, breaking uh, a whole range of genetic conditions and chronic health conditions with genomics and other developments. Uh, we're going to be faced with a whole lot of ethical decisions, but also a whole lot of opportunities mm. to get a, a better, healthier and longer life. And what about 10 years previous? Would you give yourself uh, any advice about your career? Oh, look, if I, if, I, if I go back 10 years, um, uh, the advice I'd give myself is to really put boundaries uh, in place. Okay. One, one thing I learned from uh, my time in, uh, in the healthcare sector is how it can consume every minute of every day. Because mm -hmm. what you're doing is, is making a difference in people's lives, it's improving quality of life for the community, and you get an incredible uh, sense of satisfaction and personal achievement uh, in, in working uh, in those areas. And as a result, it's easy just to slowly erode other areas of your life because um, the role of a, a senior executive, certainly in the public health system, can consume 24 hours a day. Talk me through how you deal with crisis. I've dealt with a lot of crises in, uh, in, in my career. The, the, the one that uh, really has the most significant impact on me was back in my uh, late 20s. Mm -hmm. And I'd had a, a series of rapid uh, promotions. Uh, I, I was essentially over-promoted into a role where I didn't have the skills or experience to really do it uh, effectively. And over the first 12 months, uh, I saw a, a decline in market share, a decline in profitability. Uh, we started losing customers. Eventually, we started losing staff from, uh, from the company that I was heading up. So as things started to get difficult and challenging, I, I retreated to within myself. I turned to consultants to solve problems. I moved away from my executive team and the problems just got worse. And it came to a head when I got called in by uh, the chief executive uh, and he told me, uh, Ian, uh, we think you've got lots of potential, uh, but you're about a month away from being fired. And I needed a message that uh, candid to, to really get me to realise that uh, I had a problem that I wasn't dealing with. And what he then did was work with me over the next couple of months. He helped me to understand the impact of what I was uh, doing and the strategies that I was applying on, on my team. And so I'd try things, I'd get feedback, um, and eventually, over the course of that two months, worked out what to do and turned the organisation around and, and then, uh, then moved on. So what was the skill set that you needed to uplift to get back into those types of positions? The, the core skill set was really trusting and listening to my team. And, okay. and listening to actually hear what was being said rather than listening to respond with an answer. You know, I thought I, I was expected to have all the answers. Mm. And so when questions were asked of me, I solved problems. Um, I didn't actually inquire, I didn't seek to clarify, I, did, I, I really sought to understand. And if I had done that, I'd have realised that, um, that I couldn't solve those problems. That, that realisation uh, 
sort of came at that time and it took me a, a long time uh, to really build that into my leadership style and make sure that as I build a team uh, of direct reports that I've got capabilities within that team that compensate for areas where I'm not so strong. What about regrets? Do you have any over the past 20 years that you can remember commercial career? Look, I, I regret a couple of things. I mm -hmm. regret not uh, moving into the public sector earlier. Okay. I graduated as an organic chemist. I moved into research and development. And I spent the first 20 years of my working life with large multinational corporates. But I always had a passion and a heart to serve. And so I always felt this pull back into the public sector. And I made a significant transition back in 2005, left a very successful, very senior corporate role and moved into a local government role. Um, and I have just thoroughly enjoyed the time since then, that deep satisfaction that comes from being able to make a difference in people's lives. And how do you want your career legacy to be remembered? Look, I'd, I'd love to be remembered uh, as someone who actually made a, a, a difference, that, that Queenslanders um, uh, you know, didn't die prematurely because they were waiting longer than they should have been on wait lists, mm. um, that they uh, didn't get turned away from emergency departments because every bed was uh, being occupied, that they're able to get you know, life-saving cataract surgery or, 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 or dental procedures um, that made a real difference in their life and the quality of their life. Ian, thank you for spending time with C-Suite Partners in the boardroom.